0: No purchase necessary. Void, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good evening. Welcome to Aldous Targeted Individual Community Call. It's Monday, September 25th, 2017, or uh, 1800 or 6 p.m. Pacific time. So I'm going to do another segment because there's a little bit more information coming out on the... Uh, Cuban or the American diplomats in Cuba. And you can always tell when the community members that actively participated allowed their properties to be utilized to set up emitter systems with minus light to the building in order to create the vibroacoustic or the infrasonic resonance that you have penetrating through your home, through the floor, and when you're trying to sleep and they're blasting it at your head. And so what they do is they attempt to try to cover their tracks because they know that they're criminally culpable for what they've done. So we've got a resident, a female resident over at 411 Erdley, E-A-R-D-L-E-Y, okay, Uh, Pacific Grove, California, 93950. And so their property has been used, in particular the back unit, uh, for rental units of people who have actively participated and or set up equipment. They they had AT&T coming out to the back residence location several times and I talked to one of the engineers because they couldn't figure out why the signals kept uh, being interfered with. But what it really was was they were using AT&T in order to tap in to Comcast. So 411 thinks that she's going to call the owner of the residency here to try to get me in trouble. And those are the best ways to find out who all your perpetrators are because they'll be the first ones to try to cover their criminal asses by blaming the victim for the crimes that they have actively participated in. And so I've tagged all the locations, because these have to be some line of sight. But what was really interesting was when AT&T came out, they had about three engineers out here uh, climbing the pole. And in one case, they, saw, they found where the emitter system was, because they came over at my place because they knew that the emitter system was blasting in my location. And so 411 tries to act innocent, but what she really is, is a perpetrator of the crime. She's allowed her property to be used as material support to terrorism. And so when all is said and done, they think, well, if we get this person in trouble and out of the neighborhood, then they won't get in trouble. But what they don't understand is a conspiracy. means that if it's an ongoing thing, There is no statute of limitation. I can move to Europe or Africa for all that matters. As long as I continue to be targeted, there is no statute of limitation. And every location and every address that I have identified will be criminally questioned for their active participation with this domestic terrorist organization. So anyway, this female thinks that what she does is she gives herself away because she thinks that by doing that, she's the victim. But what she really is is she's shown her hand to be the perpetrator of these terrorist activities, the same activities that have harmed 21 diplomats at the American embassy. So these people think that this is how, what they're told to do by their handlers, try to get the person in trouble for what they've done. But it's not going to work this time because now we have 21 diplomats who are talking the same talk. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover a couple of the new articles. I'm going to read the psych evaluation from Shakir Amer, who was recently released and sent back to, Europe, uh, to Britain. And he, has been, he had been a prisoner in Guantanamo since 2002. So this man has no outside communication and association with any of this stuff. And in his psych evaluation, the psychiatrist said, oh, he has paranoid ideation. Well, you're not going to call 21 American diplomats paranoid or schizophrenics the way the psychiatric community and the weaponization of neuroscience and neurotechnologies have attempted to do to the victims of these crimes. So how can a man that's in Guantanamo under a psychiatric evaluation before his release could tell you about electromagnetism and how they directed at certain areas and you can move to different areas depending on what frequency they were using. So she, the psychiatrist thinks, well, this guy, he's, he's, he's just been traumatized so bad that he must be making this stuff up. But I'm going to show you something in terms of these articles now because they're really starting to talk to these diplomats about what they and their family members
2: Experienced. So the first one is CNN. This is
0: September 14, 2017. In Cuba, mystery deepens over attack on United States diplomats by Jocelyn Liederman, Associated Press, Michael Weissenstein, Associated Press, and Matthew Lee, Associated Press. And this is on uh, pbs.org forward slash news hour forward slash. Uh, run down Cuba. The blaring, grinding noise jolted the American diplomat from his bed in a Havana hotel. He moved just a few feet and there was silence. He climbed back into bed inexplicably. The agonizing sound hit him again. It was as if he walked through some invisible wall cutting straight through his room. Soon came the hearing loss and the speech problems, symptoms both similar and altogether different from others among at least 21 United States victims in an astonishing international mystery still unfolding in Cuba. The top United States diplomat has called them health attacks, quote unquote. New details learned by the Associated Press indicate at least some of the incidents were confined to specific rooms or even parts of rooms with laser-like specificity, baffling United States officials who say the facts and the physics don't add up, which is untrue because these FBI agents know exactly what's happening because they hung, up the phone, they hung up the phone on targets when they called to complain. None of this has a reasonable explanation, said Fulton Armstrong, a former CIA official who served in Havana long before America reopened an embassy there. It's just, it's just mystery after mystery after mystery. "Quote unquote," suspicion initially focused on a sonic weapon and on the Cubans. Yet the diagnosis of mild brain injury, considered unlikely to result from sound, has confounded the FBI, the State Department, and U.S. intelligence agencies involved in the investigation. Which is true. Radio frequencies pointed at the brain can incapacitate you. And I've got that one short blip of Michael Mosley from the BBC having transcranial magnetic stimulations uh, put in his head, and then what happens? He can't speak. He loses his muscle movement, involuntary muscle movements. He can't count. Numbers are gone. Short-term memory loss. Headaches. So, So these guys are full of shit, especially these in the government, because if your ass doesn't know, then what the fuck are you doing in government? Because targets have outlined this stuff for years, and so you got these these, these perpetrators who try to get a target in trouble. But what 411 doesn't realize is I tagged them a long, long time ago, and apparently AT&T's engineers found an emitter system and they looked right, they pointed right at my property because they saw where it was
2: pointing to. That's a felony. And good thing under the USA Patriot Act, you can lose
0: your real property for material support to terrorism. And these weapons are biological, technological weapons. And I hope these perpetrators lose their property for allowing this domestic terrorist organization to use the streets of Pacific Grove to blast weapons at an unarmed defenseless person within the privacy of their living space. So 411 early, you can call the owner of this building all
2: you want. Because no matter where I am, your ass is going down. But what they really
0: do, which I love, is they start to panic. So the first thing their handlers do is tell them to go call the owner of the property to complain. And what they have done is shown who they are. But I've already known 411 11 has been involved for a long time.
2: Now it's time for them to go down. <clears throat>
0: Some victims now have problems concentrating or recalling specific words. Several officials said the latest signs of more serious damage than the United States government initially realized. The United States first acknowledged the attacks in August nine months after symptoms were first reported it may seem the stuff sci-fi novels of cloak and dagger rivalries that haven't fully dissipated despite the historic u.s cuban reapproachment two years ago that seemed to bury the weight of the two nations cold war and enmity but this is cuba the land of poison cigars exploding seashells, and covert subterfuge by Washington and Havana, where the unimaginable is e- in espionage has often been all too real. So the reality here is Cuba doesn't have these capabilities. The United States Department of Defense, the Defense Events Research Project Agency, places like Raytheon and all their weapons manufacturers, to include every year the Pentagon opens their courtyard and invites all the developers of directed energy weapons from the high-powered microwave to the electromagnetic pulses to the anti-personnel weaponry all in the Pentagon. And all these, all these manufacturers, all these companies gather in, at the Pentagon in the courtyard to see how much taxpayer money they
2: can get for these anti-personnel weapons. I have proof. So in fact, almost nothing about
0: what went down in Havana is. And so that's why stop fucking blaming the Cubans. They don't have this capability. The United States Department of Defense has. The, their corporate counterparts do. The question is, who the fuck do they think they are, giving civilians access to directed energy weapons to indiscriminately fire them on the streets of Pacific Grove, California, at an unarmed, defenseless human being within the privacy? of their living space? That is the criminal
2: question that must be answered. So aside from their homes, officials said Americans were attacked in at least one hotel, a fact
0: not previously disclosed. An incident occurred on an upper floor of the recently renovated Hotel Capri, a 60-year-old concrete tower step from the Melcon Havana's iconic waterside promenade. The cases vary deeply. Different symptoms, different recollections of what happened. That's what makes the puzzle so difficult to crack. In several episodes recounted by United States officials, victims knew it was happening in real time and that there were strong indications of a sonic attack. Some felt vibrations and heard sounds, loud ringing or a high-pitched chirping similar to cricket's or cicadas. Uh, okay, so I have recorded every location that I've lived, including this location here of directional sound, and one of those high chirp, uh, uh, you know, high the high frequency chirping of crickets. That's why I know that if I if I can get to these diplomats and give them all my evidence, they will be able to cooperate. And that's the cooperation we, as targeted victims in the United States, need to prove what these fucking terrorists have done. And that includes putting these civilian recruits who utilize their private properties to set up emitter systems, they belong in prison. Because they made a choice. See, targets didn't have a choice. We have begged law enforcement at the local, state, and federal levels to seize and desist what is transpiring, and they refused to help. I have walked into every single law enforcement, local law enforcement agency in every city that I have resided in. And there were only two law enforcement officers one who told me to document everything and another law enforcement officer who said, I'm getting called all the time exactly what you have described in Seaside. I'm going to give you a Marcy's card because I know that you are being victimized. And what else did he say? He said, I don't care if they take a pencil, you document it. Because when he tried to get information from the local law enforcement in different cities on the Monterey Peninsula, and then he called Washington, and they told him to mind his own business. So he gave me a Marcy's card, which is a victim's bill of rights. And now it's all coming to pass, and I've recorded almost every sound, and if these diplomats listen to it, they will identify every single
2: one of them. And that brings legitimacy to, these, to us as TIs
0: who have come forward for years to the local, state, and federal agencies, non-government organizations, lawyer after lawyer, and law firm after law firm, and have been turned away because those people in a position of power, expertise, and or authority usurped the rule of law and told these people that it was okay to do what they have done. Now, with 21 injured diplomats, suddenly it's not so funny anymore. Yet I sit here in my private living space with them blasting the sounds. So some felt vibrations and heard sounds, loud ringing or a high-pitched chirping similar to crickets. Others heard the uh, the grinding noise, which I hear. It's that it's that um, uh, uh, buzzing hum. It's like a hum. It's kind of like if it were a windmill, and you hear that whooshing sound. Some victims awoke with ringing in their ears and fumbled for their alarm clocks, only to discover the ringing stopped when they moved from their beds. So what does that mean? That means that they're targeting their heads. I have video of me on my bed recording that they're blasting my head. I'm out there at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning because they wake you up from a sound sleep in order to sleep deprive you and torture you. They did this to American diplomats. This perpetrator community, this nationwide network did this to American diplomats. And I'm going to tell you why they're all accountable under the Title 18 of conspiracy
2: <clears throat>
0: the, the attack seemed to come at night several victims victims reported they came in minute long bursts minute long bursts yet others heard nothing felt nothing later their symptoms came The the scope keeps widening on tuesday the state department disclosed that doctors had confirmed another two cases bringing the total american victims 221 some have mild traumatic brain injury known as concussion and others permanent hearing loss even the potential motive is unclear and Inve- investigators are at a loss to explain why canadians were harmed too and that's because fucking canada and their secret services up there are also experimenting on their people because we have canadian targets who have come forward to their proper authorities in the Canadian local, state, and federal agencies complaining about this targeting and directed energy weapons. All NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization, allied countries are using their own citizens as human guinea pigs to develop directed energy weapons into fully operational devices to include anti-personnel crowd control weaponry. And Lavin thinks by calling the owner of this building that she is off the hook. But what she did was expose the fact that she's a perpetrator running scared because now the shit's going to hit the fan. And I'm bringing every one of these people because I have documented all of them into a court of law to be criminally prosecuted for their active participation with this domestic and biological, technological terrorist organization. So sound and health experts are equally baffled. Targeted, localized beams of sound are possible, but the law, law of acoustics suggests such a device would probably be large and not easily concealed. Officials said it's unclear whether the devices' effects were localized by design or due to some other technical factor. And no single sonic gadget seems to explain such an odd, inconsistent array of physical responses. Brain damage and concussions, it is not possible that Joseph Pompei, a former MIT researcher and psychoacoustic expert, somebody would have to submerge their head in a pool lined with very powerful ultrasonic transducers. Yeah, piezoelectric transducers, your, anything that has a motor. and They put a transducer in it and they put flashing up
2: or solid drive speakers, and that will vibrate your whole house. <clears throat> so other symptoms have included brain swelling,
0: dizziness, nausea, severe headaches, balance problems, and tinnitus or prolonged ringing in the ears. Many victims have shown improvement since leaving Cuba, and some suffered only minor or temporary symptoms. After the United States complained to Cuba's government earlier this year, and Canada detected its own cases, the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police traveled to Havana to investigate. FBI investigators swept the rooms looking for devices. They found nothing. Several officials briefed on the investigation said it may... In May, Washington expelled two Cuban diplomats to protest the communist government's failure to protect Americans serving there. You know what? You want to sue the Cuban government? Guess what? We targeted victims here in the United States of America. We're going to sue the United States government for failure to protect us from this cult-driven domestic and biological technological terrorist organization. You're going to get a taste of your own fucking medicine. Cuba's government declined to answer specific questions about the incident, pointing to a previous Foreign Affairs Ministry statement denying any involvement, vowing full cooperation and saying it was testing the, treating the situation with utmost importance. Cuba has never, nor would it ever, allow that the Cuban territory be used for any action against accredited diplomatic agents or their families, without exception, the Cuban statement. And it's the truth they're trying to blame Cuba because that's what this fucking group does. Just like that bitch at 411 trying to blame me when her fucking ass knows, she knows all about what these fucking terrorists have been doing. And she allowed her property to include the back rentals to be utilized. That's material support and housing and lodging of a terrorist organization. After half a century of estrangement, the United States and Cuba in
2: 2015 restored
0: diplomatic ties between countries separated by a mere 90 miles of water. Embassies were reopened and restrictions on travel and commerce eased. President Donald Trump has reversed some of those changes but left others in place. Mark uh, Feierstein,
1: who oversaw
0: the Cuba detonation, uh, detonate on President Barack Obama's National Security Council, noted that Cuban authorities have been uncharacteristically cooperative with the investigation. If the Trump administration felt confident Raul Castro's government was to blame, it is likely the United States would have already taken major punitive steps, like shuttering the new re-established American embassy. And the U.S. hasn't stopped sending new diplomats to Cuba even as the victims list grows. Because Cuba's not the culprit. What they need to do is look in their own backyard and find out which one of these radical life extremists that are working in the United States government, the Department of Defense, you know, that so-called um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Deep government? They really do exist. They're not elected officials. They're corporate executives. And they have something to gain in a, we- in, in a 21st century weapons we're in an arms race right now because, this, because the human biology has absolutely no firewalls from directed energy, nor does their neurology. And if you're attacking people while they're sleeping, you're trying to get them in a, uh, in the beta, a theta state, which is that REM, rapid eye movement, because using vibrations, you can transmit through bone conduction directly into their brain to subliminally control those people. So 411, you can make, 411 Erdley, E-A-R-D-L-E-Y, Pacific Grove, California, 93950. You can try to cover your ass all you want, but your property is real property that has been utilized, and you allowed it to happen. That means you go down with the rest of the terrorists. Make no mistake,
2: it doesn't matter where I am, all of you guys are accountable. So then there's
0: a, there's a, CNN had another, CNN also, um, I'm going to play a video from an FBI pro's mysterious sonic device. And this one is from, what's the date on this one? That's September, Saturday, September 23rd. It says, U.S. diplomats, families in Cuba targeted nearly 50 times by sonic attacks, says United States officials by Patrick Op- Opman and Elise Labatt, uh,
2: CNN.com.
3: You know, late last year, um, several U.S. diplomats at, at the uh, embassy in Havana, Cuba, and their spouses started having a variety of physical symptoms, hearing problems, and also symptoms of concussions. And it was, you know, a lot of them, they weren't at the same place at the same time. The State Department sent some medical personnel down, and through investigating, it seemed that there was some kind of sonic device that was placed in their residence. And I mean, it's really serious. We don't know why it was. We, you know, officials are telling our Patrick uh, Ahmed and event they don't think it was kind of eavesdropping. It was more of some kind of sonic attack, you know, attacking the brainwaves. Maybe the people involved didn't know the kind of damage they were causing but at least one of the people is going to have to use a, a hearing aid from now on. So the Cubans have said they don't know what happened. They had nothing to do with it. Right. But the FBI is investigating. And this happened, what did you say, late last year? It yeah. started late last year and went through a period of several months, and they're still investigating. They're still it's investigating. So and in May, they had to bring some of these people back for medical treatment. So the State Department said, listen, we've got to bring some of our diplomats back. We want two diplomats from the uh, Cuban embassy in Washington to leave until this is resolved to make it more equilibrium.
0: So that was part of the the information. So this is again CNN.com FBI probes mysterious sonic devices in Cuba. Um, again the article is by Patrick Opp- Oppmann and Elise Labatt, CNN. Saturday, September 23rd. U.S. diplomats and families in Cuba targeted nearly 50 times by sonic attacks says United States
1: officials.
0: Havana, Cuba, some of the 21 U.S. diplomats believed to have been impacted by mysterious acoustic attacks in Cuba were targeted multiple times, CNN has learned from a senior United States official. There were nearly 50 attacks in total, the official said. The incidents have challenged the United States government's assessment that Cuba is a safe country for U.S. diplomats and their families and threaten the future of a newly reopened embassy. And this is fucking bullshit because Cuba didn't do it. I'm telling you right now. It's, it's part of this fucking cult. They're running all around. They, they have a nationwide network. And they, want, they use it to blame other people, just like that bitch at 411 trying to blame my ass for the shit that her fucking ass has been involved with in since I moved into this neighborhood. Despite the often empty supermarket and antagonistic relations with the communist-run government, Cuba for years offered United States diplomats a rare benefit. It was safe. Unlike in many other countries in Cuba, U.S. embassy employees did not have to worry much about terrorist attacks, kidnapping, or even petty crime. The Cuban government's tight control over the island made Havana one of the safest cities in the world. Diplomats, especially those Cuba- suspected of being spies might suffer harassment at the hands of the powerful state security apparatus, but there were established lines neither of the Cold War adversaries would cross. But starting early this year, United States diplomats heading to the island to begin their posting were quietly warned they could face a mysterious threat that was causing American Foreign Service officers to fall ill, some with long-lasting symptoms. Investigators have determined the cause of the incident, but United States officials told CNN they are convinced someone has targeted American diplomats in Havana with a sophisticated device never deployed before, at least not against U.S. personnel. So personnel means United States federal government employees, but they have deployed these weapons on the streets of America, and targeted individuals have come forward in every city and state across this nation. They have been using American soil as a laboratory to field test these weapons. And then they have the unmitigated fucking goal to call a target a name, or in this case, try to make the target look like they're the bad person and that somehow the person who's calling is the victim. And that's how they give themselves away. That's how they show their hand. Because they're in a panic because they know that what they've done is criminal. And I'm going to make sure that these people that I have identified are criminally prosecuted for their active participation and or knowledge of what this domestic terrorist and this biological technological terrorist organization has been doing. It's a real simple premise, and I have all your names and all your license plates, and I'm never going to stop until you guys are brought to justice where you belong. Investigators haven't determined the cause of the incident, but United States officials told CNN they are convinced someone has targeted American diplomats in Havana with a sophisticated device never deployed. So it says Canadian diplomats have suffered similar health problems according to United States and Canadian officials. At the United Nations on Friday, Cuba's, Cuban Foreign Minister Bruno Rodriguez Paria, Paria denied that Cuba was involved in attacks on diplomats and said the United States was politicizing the incident. But seven months after complaints to officials and assurances from Cuban President Raul Castro that the incident would be investigated, United States officials are frustrated by the lack of progress and may scale back the embassy to limit the number of people who risk exposure. Options include sending families and non-essential staff back to the United States to a full-on shuttering of the embassy, three senior United States officials told CNN. We have to consider it. We thought we had corralled this, and then the two cases in August took place, a senior
1: U.S. official said. It is
0: not as if the attacks addressed individual personnel officers. Our personnel is broadly at risk, so we have to consider next steps because we need to protect our people. Really? Because these motherfuckers here in the United States of America, at the local, state, and federal level, non-government organizations, lawyer after lawyer, and law firm after law firm, have not protected the American citizens, the law-abiding citizens, who came to them and asked for help. So how the fuck are you protecting your, your people? Ties between the countries were severed in 1961, shortly after Fidel Castro took power, as confrontation between the two nations loomed, U.S. diplomats hurriedly lowered the American flag at the embassy and boarded a ferry to sail across the Straits of Florida. So then it goes on about their relationships. More, so then I'm going to get, go down to more questions, you know, and we know what the relationships are about. So it's here, but many Cubans rejo- oh sorry. But in November, following the United States presidential election, American diplomats began to experience a series of strange incidents. As CNN first reported in August, diplomats were woken late at night in their homes, feeling unwell and hearing sounds that resembled insects or metal dragging across the floor. They were unable to determine the source of the sound, but, but by leaving the room or area they were in, the incident stopped immediately to so U.S., Government officials said, by February, the State Department had conducted their diplomats were the targets of a campaign of harassment, and they needed to raise the issue with Cuban officials. (laughs) More questions than answers. The devices used in the incident had never been found. Two United States officials said, but appeared to be a type of sonic weapon that emitted sound waves capable of inflicting physical harm. But... The physical symptoms that people exhibited varied greatly, preventing doctors consulted in the United States from reaching a conclusion about what caused the trauma, two U.S. officials said. U.S. government technical experts were also baffled. Some affected diplomats had line of sight to the street in their homes, while others had shrubbery and walls that blocked views of their homes. Some heard loud sounds when the incident took place, while others heard nothing. It does not appear either, either, the United States embassy or ambassador's residents were ever targeted. Three senior U.S. officials told CNN. And then it goes into comments to Cuba, though. No, but Cuba was
1: actually one of them
0: who told um, Hugo Chavez when he had pel- men usually don't get pelvic cancer. And I said the first thing I said was, they, "What pocket did he hold his cell phone in?" Because once the United States was able to pinpoint that frequency of his phone, because we all run on a. Uh, you know, you, you get an like it's like an uh, dedicated IP address, and once they figured it out, they could emit high levels of radio frequency right through that phone, right into his pelvic. And so Fidel Castro actually made reference to the fact that you should be careful because the United States has
2: technologies that could do that could cause cancer, physical harm. So that's something that
0: that, that, uh, they're talking about. So let me, and then I'm going to play you some of my videos that I have um, documented in every single living, uh, every single residential location where the very people who committed the crimes against me have the unmitigated gall to try to act like they're the victims of you. They pointed a weapon that caused traumatic brain injury to the diplomat. There's no telling. Because you have to understand that with targets, we have gone to doctors. We've had MRIs and all this. But those doctors are told to tell the target that everything is fine because they wanted to study the negative effects of overexposure to non-ionizing radiation, these radio frequencies. And they radicalized civilian members of your community to believe that you were in the wrong, so it was okay for them to put emitter systems on their property and blast them at an unarmed, defenseless human being because they want to know what the long-term damages are. They already know what the long-term damages are. They have all our medical records. Those doctors were told to tell us that everything is fine. It's just in your head. So we have someone at 411 who seems to think that she can try to get her ass off the hook when she's
2: had full knowledge of what they've been doing For the last two years. All I say is, you guys better get yourself some good lawyers because when I'm through with you guys,
0: you'll be spending the rest of your lives in federal penitentiaries where you belong. You had a choice. You could have said no. You guys chose to actively participate. That's on you. You don't have anyone to blame but your own choices. Targets were thrown into something against their will and without their consent, and we have been saying
2: no every single day since we've been targeted. So now I'm going to go to, it was a psychiatric evaluation
0: from Shakir Amer, who was held in detention at Guantanamo Bay from 2002. This man would have no knowledge of what's happening on the outside world, least of all uh, experimental and are fully developed. Weaponized Directed Energy Weapons. So the psychiatrist um, who did this for the attorneys who were trying to get Mr. Amir out of detention, and I believe he was recently released, uh, Dr. Emily A. Kerman, K-E-R-A-M, report. And this is Exhibit B. Uh, and he, she gave it to Rami, Ramzi Tassem, Main Street Legal Service, Inc., uh, City University of New York School of Law, Two Court Square, Long Island. Regarding Shakir Amer, says, Dear Mr. Kassem, at your request, I evaluated Shakir Amer, a 47-year-old married Saudi Arabian national and British resident who has been detained under the command of the Joint Task Force Guantanamo, or JTF-GTMO, since February 2002. I met with Mr. Amer in Camp Echo for approximately 25 hours from December 16th through 20th, 2013. The following report contains my evaluation and opinions regarding Mr. Amer. I reserve the right to modify these should additional material become available in the future. I will provide a supplemental report should should you request additional opinions in the future. So she she claims that she's a board certified uh, in psychiatry and neurology with a sub-specialization board certification of forensic psychiatry. She has been in practice for over 20 years has treated patients with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD secondary to both combat stress and prisoner of war confinement at the United States Department of Veteran Affairs Community-Based Outpatient Clinic in Santa Rosa, California for 14 years. She worked as a clinician and a forensic evaluator in a number of jails and prisons in the Federal Bureau of Prisons, state prisons, and local detention facilities in North Carolina and California. She's familiar with accepted standards of conditions of confinement and provisions of medical and mental health services to individuals incarcerated in local, state, and federal confinement facilities in the United States. She has evaluated several Guantanamo Bay detainees over the past 10 years at the request of the Office of the Military Commission. Defense counsel, the United States District Court, District of Columbia, and several habeas attorneys. The following are some of the issues she has evaluated in previous assessments of Guantanamo detainees. One, diagnostic assessment, functional assessment, required treatment, and prognosis. Two, um, capacity to participate in legal proceedings. Three, whether conditions of interrogation at Bagram and Kandahar Airfields and Guantanamo were consistent with conditions known to be associated with false confessions, rehabilitative
3: uh,
0: potentials effective of conditions of confinement at Guantanamo on detainees, mental and physical health. Uh, and then it goes on hunger strikes, whatever. So the the point, when I got this, it didn't, you know, just I just happened to download it. But I always, somehow, it always comes to me. I get the information that I need to put these people in prison down the road where they belong, and that includes their civilian radicalized extremist recruits. See, I, it's across the board. These people can't say that they didn't know what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. These civilians who put these emitter systems on their property and or helped to participate with this targeting knew exactly what they were doing. They do not have an excuse. They deserve to be in prison where they belong. I don't give a shit who they think they are. I don't give a shit if you go to church every Sunday. And you believe in God, the moment you aligned yourselves with this state, corporate, and academia sponsored sanction and covered up domestic and biological technological terrorist organization, all bets are off. You're a part of it. That makes you culpable, that makes you accessories, and that makes you as guilty as the people who inflict.
2: Period. So, and part of it was, uh, this one's on page 12 of 20, and says, uh, Mr. Amir endorsed
0: paranoid ideations. So, they think that you're paranoid when you talk about people blasting sound at you. That's the that's that's standard negative false light narrative that they used on several targeted victims who all come forward to the proper authorities at the local, state, and federal level. And that's why organized crime, you got you to gotta get off the fence. Because it's so far embedded in the United States government, the corruption at state corporate and academia, that we need your help. What does that mean? That means you have as many boots on the ground as as this this rogue group has civilian recruits. And these people will break at the slightest indication that they are in harm's way. See, they do everything at a distance. And that makes them think that they're big and bad but you come up on them and you stalk the stalkers and I guarantee you'll get all kinds of information because they will sell you out. They will sell this group out in a single solitary heartbeat because they're chicken shit cowards. So anyway, Mr. Amer endorsed paranoid ideation. He believed there is a device implanted behind the walls of his cell that was originally accessed via the utility room and is used to induce some type of being into his cell. They are highly advanced in harming human beings. They have devices and the devices have some way of maybe beaming, maybe electromagnetism or some kind of radiation, but it can harm your body from a distance. I have proof proof of the existence of the device in my cell. Three times I have heard a certain steady noise and then had fever, failure of my body to move, shaking, a feeling of being in a trance, joint pain, and an abnormal heartbeat. I can tell the concentration of the noise or field. It varies in different places in my cell. I can move my head to different heights and feel the field strengthen and weaken. I think the device is behind the toilet or of the current cell because they always used to put me in, uh, in a side cell. But since March 2013, I'm always in the first or second cell Most of the time, they only do it, activate the device, when other detainees are far away. I believe they isolate me so they can do it without the other detainees hearing it or feeling it, so it makes it seem like I've lost my mind. So let me repeat this. This was a psychiatric evaluation that was done on behalf of Shakir Amir, who was detained at Guantanamo Bay, tortured mercilessly, psychologically tortured so yes she's the psychiatrist who is doing the evaluation the first thought no, but she's going to have to change her thought and so are all those people who talk shit about a targeted individual who identified directed energy weapons
2: it's a real simple premise and i'm going after everybody who targeted me period So again, he's been in Guantanamo. Well, he was recently released. But he was in Guantanamo
0: from 2002. This man has no idea what's happening in the outside world. I doubt if these American diplomats read every psychiatric evaluation of a detainee in Guantanamo, Cuba. I guarantee it. They don't know that this man has talked about directed energy although the psychiatrist is saying he's crazy because he, he sustained massive traumatic stress. I know all about that. When my family asked, well, what's going on? I said, I suffer from trauma. They have traumatized
2: the shit out of me. So these diplomats don't know what the targets have been asking the
0: FBI, the local law enforcement, Lawyers, non-government organizations have been begging these people to do an investigation. The diplomats don't know
2: about that, yet we've documented. So how can someone that's sitting in Guantanamo from 2002 till
0: last year, I believe, or was it early this year, that Shakira Amer was finally released? Because he didn't do anything. But they used him as a human guinea pig to test out their capabilities, their reverse engineering of psychology, to do grave harm to individuals by using their
2: expertise in the field of psychiatry to reverse engineer that, to break people. So let me read that again. Yes, the the psychiatrist is saying, okay, this guy must be out of his mind because he's been tortured so much, but she's not really listening.
0: So Mr. Amir endorsed paranoid ideations. He believes there is a device implanted behind the wall of his cell that was originally accessed via the utility room and is used to introduce some type of beam into his cell. They are hardly advanced in harming human beings. They have devices, and the devices have some way of maybe beaming, maybe electromagnetism or some kind of radiation, but it can harm your body from a distance. I have proof of the existence of the device in my cell. Three times I have heard a certain steady noise and then had fever, failure of my body to move, shaking, a feeling of being in a trance, joint pain, and an abnormal heartbeat. I can tell the concentration of the noise or field. It varies in different places in my cell. I can move my head to different heights and feel the field strengthen and weaken. I think the device is behind the toilet of his current cell, because they always used to put me in a side cell, but since March 2013, I'm always in the first or second cell. Most of the time, they only do it, activate the device, when other detainees are far away. I believe they isolate me so they can do it without the other detainees hearing it or feeling it, so it makes it seem like I've lost my mind." Quote, unquote. So, Here's a detainee who said they were using something because whenever I move my head in a different direction, just like the diplomat said, just like I have on video, look it, when I move here, the silence is gone. When you put it right here by my head,
2: it's blasting. They're blasting it right now in Pacific Grove, California, into the privacy of my living space. So what I'm trying to say is here's all these
0: people no, no connection to each other. I don't know these people in other uh, places in the country. Yet they radicalize people to believe that they have a right to commit indiscriminate acts of violence. That's terrorism. That's radical extremism. State, corporate, and academia-sponsored sanctioned and covered up. I talked to a guy who was a, a psychiatrist or a you know what a psych, a psychologist or whatever. He was at the uh, he was trying to do a psychobel on me. He was military, you know? And I, I named everything he was talking about because I already knew what was going on. And he tried to say, well, we don't have control over it. The civilians have control, as in the weapons manufacturers and the academia. And academia is heavily involved with this stuff. But you can go all the way back to MK Ultra, You know those mind control experiments that the church committee outed by accident? And Cointel Pro. You have a Snowden document from the GCHQ that says they could take paranoia to a whole different level when they blitz someone with every capability that they have. That's why some targeted individuals didn't survive the blitzing, and they ended up dead. That's murder. Now, you can say, well, we were doing experimental protocols, and the first target died. Okay, that's an anomaly. Then the next target died, and the next target died, and the next target died. So they knew what the consequences to that individual would be when they started targeting them, and they continued to do it. That's mass murder. That's first-degree murder. Because they knew that they would kill these people so that they didn't have to admit to the crimes that they committed and they used their national security letters and their USA Patriot Act so you go to the dentist and you fix tens of thousands of dollars worth of damage to your bone structure and your spine and your organs and only the targets who were lucky enough to get to a doctor before these guys could infiltrate and change records to make it look like everything was fine when there was massive physical damage. Because after all, they figured it was a death sentence for that individual. So they would just keep on torturing and targeting and experimenting.
3: Why, they would even
0: go to the family members after that target was dead so they could have the proof of what these weapons did to their human biology and neurology. And if you think I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, why don't you go talk to the people from the Tuskegee experiment? Why don't you talk to their families? and how the government or academia swept in. Because it's nice to see things on an X-ray or an MRI or an fMRI or an ultrasound. But there's no better way than to cut a dead person open to see all the damage they inflicted on an unarmed, defenseless human being. And then they try to cover it up by putting a label on the truth teller or getting these people in neighborhoods to go call the, uh, the property owner and try to act
2: like they're the victim of what they've perpetrated. So I'm showing you that it's not coincidence, and these people are not
0: delusional. Okay, yes, we have some targets. Okay, I will admit, they have been traumatized to the point where they think people are reptilians, that this is an alien invasion, that this is God versus the devil that this is a group of satanic worshipers because they have been so traumatized by the blitzing of what these government and contractors for the government have done to innocent individuals. Scientology and their tactics have nothing in comparison to what the United States government will do to an individual and then try to cover it up By placing a label on an innocent person. Why don't you go back and read the Aaron Alexis. That's right. He was a schizophrenic at 39 or whatever. You don't turn into a schizophrenic in your 30s, your late 30s. Why did he sketch into his gun, my ELF? That's extreme low frequency. Why did he call the police? Because he was in a hotel room and they were blasting sound and vibration through his body. Now, why would the American diplomats try to mimic or copy the story of a man who walked in to the naval yard and shot people? Because we know that those diplomats
3: would not try to steal a
0: story. Yeah, you can go back. Because Aaron Alexis was telling the truth. But he was one of those who didn't know and was so terrified that that was how he reacted. I use my voice and my words as a weapon, and I'm going to continue to use them until every last one of these motherfuckers are in prison where they belong. And that includes their civilian recruit of sleeper cells that think they're the victims
2: when they're the perpetrators of these crimes. So let me see. Um, I have I have found
1: one. Um, I put some of the sonics
2: together, and see, I'm
0: doc- I'm documented even before these guys. So why would I be recording sounds all over my neighborhood? And my bottom line is, if you say I'm a fucking liar, then you let me have some time with all these diplomats who were injured, and let me play back all the recordings that I have documented in every location that I have lived in this noise and acoustic harassment campaign to try to drive you out of neighborhoods when you haven't done a motherfucking thing other than what the handlers and their negative false light bullshit propaganda sold to the communities. But once again, those communities had a choice and they chose to target someone instead of abide by that person's
2: constitutionally protected rights and liberties. So fuck these community members. So these are the chirping sounds, right? And I've done them. I've done all of them. I went out into my own neighborhood,
0: and I guarantee these people listen to this stuff, and they'll get sick to their stomach because they'll go, that's exactly what they did to me. Really, because I was in Los Angeles, and you don't have crickets in cement and buildings. You don't have gardens out there and forestry to have that many crickets making that noise. But you have an emitter system with directed ultrasound. Blasting and pointing through the window of your living
2: space, so you have to be blasted with sound.
1: Friday, September 6th, 2015, 21 the Civic Standard Time. You're blasting it tonight.
2: in the sound. This is how loud they're blocking it. So you remember from the article
0: from CNN? What did they say? It sounded like chirping crickets. Really? Because I've already documented it. Well, you think that these people want their reputation, their character, and their credibility assassinated the way they did it to targets like me? To mimic somebody else's story that's already documented? Of course not. Do you think anyone would wish to have their character, their credibility, their lives, their
2: relationships, their livelihood, all destroyed by trying to tell the truth? So this is one where I did it during the daylight. And you can hear that chirping sound. Crickets
0: don't
1: chirp during the day. October 4, twenty thirteen. Sun's still out.
2: I'll put the link to all these
0: sonic sounds. And then what I did was I showed that, because what it is is cycles per second. So directional ultrasound with the long-range acoustic device that they used at the G8 Summit back in 2000-something, and it was directional. So, the people, so all the law enforcement officers will be behind it because directed energy is forward motion, which means that anything behind it is not going to fill it. It projects forward. So anyone in that, in that range that's projected forward is going to be affected by it. So these people think, they did, I'm sure their handlers told them, well, you'll be safe because it's directional, which means that it doesn't come to you at, at the point at the person you're pointing it at. Which is partially true. But then you might want to ask the Department of Defense and the Air Force and Army uh, Research Laboratory in Fort Sam Houston with a state-of-the-art facility that's, uh, that is, uh, was, was put together to study the human biological effects of exposure to directed energy weapons, radio frequencies, Non-ionizing radiation on the operators, the people who are operating the devices. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization, 2006, put out, a, a, put out uh, the human effects of exposure to non-lethal. They called it non-lethal, but it is lethal. If you have traumatic brain injury, you've just, you've just committed mayhem. What is mayhem? Mayhem is depriving a human being of a part Without the brain, the body does not function. That is one of the most important parts of the human biology is the brain. And now they have, they have lost hearing. They have traumatic brain injury. You have altered what would not have been altered had you not directed these weapons at an unarmed, defenseless human being. The human biology has no firewalls against directed energy. And the Department of Defense knows this. And now they're, they've been studying They've been soliciting to study the biological effects. So what better way to do it than to call a target a name and get people to hate that person so that they will commit indiscriminate acts of violence, to include firing a weapon at an unarmed, defenseless human being, just so they can study the human biological, negative effects and cancers and all
2: the negative things that happen to that target
0: physically. And hide behind the crazy card. Because that's exactly what these fascists have done. State corporate and academia sponsored, sanctioned, and covered up. So this is one that I did in uh, 14 August 2014. And... Uh, When I found that uh, long-range acoustic device with the the cycles per second, and then I turned it off and then I went outside because they were blasting that stuff. And they pointed it right through my windows. And because it gets warm in L.A. with no air conditioning, you tend to want to leave the windows open. And they knew that, so they blasted it through my open windows
2: just so that they could acoustically harass me.
1: So this is what Thursday, August 14, 2014, 21:20. 20. So we're just out in the neighborhood. I'm going to explain to you how that sound of that cricket is not really a cricket, but what it is is similar to a long range acoustic device they called sound cannons that military and law enforcement use. Okay, this is the sound that's generating. It blasts, it's directional. Those goes now right into my windows, and they've it through my windows. They have it in several locations that are spread out throughout this area, so that it always projects into the room. it three windows. That's the sound. You're hearing it. Okay. Here's a long-range acoustic device. Let's match them up, cycles per second. And I'll show you how that is not real quick. It's what it is. It's just a modified version. Of a sound cannon or a long range acoustic device. Can you tell the difference? sound kind of like the neighborhood
2: you hear them generating that sound
1: for acoustic harassment this is what targets go through they're like right. those goes on crickets what they are it's a it's a modified version of that they send them up in neighborhoods to harass people right out of the neighborhoods notice the cycles per second are the same
0: So that was uh, in Koreatown. I've I've recorded it everywhere I've been. Everywhere. Including here in Pacific Grove. And it's all directional. They hide in plain sight. They rig your, your living space. They remotely access your appliances because they have motors. And the motors help to generate the vibration through piezoelectric
2: transduction.
0: A vibroacoustic effect. What did the diplomat say? Vibrations. There was a target who I think is no longer living because he was tortured to death, but he had the money to invest in Fleur Infrared, and it shows while they're targeting him while he's sleeping. He had to he buy a sonic fish finder, and he put it on the floor and the table of his home, and you can see the resonance vibrating. That's what they're doing here in Pacific Grove, California. Right where the Naval Postgraduate School is in the graduate program that also sometimes hosts the Directed Energy Weapons Symposium. They know all about it, yet they do nothing but allow their people to hand these weapons over to radicalized extremist civilians who think it's okay to fire these weapons at an unarmed, defenseless human being and then attempt to make themselves look like they're the victims. But they're the first ones that are, should be investigated because they're the ones who try to cover their asses. And all the people who so-called come forward generally are the perpetrators who are trying to cover their criminal asses.
2: So that would be 411.
0: We got um, the, the Sean and Trish. They, they fully know what's been going on we got these Latinos across the street. They know what's going on. Most of the people in this neighborhood know what's going on. But by keeping a collective code of silence and are actively participating, you become a part of that conspiracy. Not a conspiracy theory, but a conspiracy, a felony.
2: So let me give you part of the definition of conspiracy. And this is where the Neighborhood Community Watch Program goes down with the terrorists. <clears throat> it's the
0: Title 18 United States Code 371, a conspiracy and is, is an agreement by two or more persons each referred to as a co-conspirator co-conspira- uh, or co-conspirator to commit a crime. Conspiracy is commonly referred to as a partnership in crime. Conspiracy is a separate offense from the one it is performed to accomplish and is punished as a separate crime. Conspiracy is a crime even if the plan acts were never completed. Conspiracy charges may be filed in federal court, which may result in harsher penalties or in state court. A member of a conspiracy. Now, this is where the perpetrator community nationwide. So if a target dies who came forward just like I did in New York and ends up dead, which we have had, we have several dead targets to prove this is murder. And just because you're part of that network, you think you didn't do it, so therefore you're not accountable. And this is where I'm going to get every last one of you civilian motherfuckers. On conspiracy. A member of a conspiracy is criminally responsible for all of the crimes committed by the co-conspirators that occur within the scope and in furtherance of the conspiracy, regardless of whether he or she assisted in the commission of the crime or was even aware of the crimes. So, what does that mean? Well, that means that You think because you only have me as your target on the Monterey Peninsula, you're not accountable for what they did that murdered that target in Los Angeles or murdered that target in New York or Ohio or Florida. But what you don't understand is that every last one of you is a part of a nationwide network, state corporate and academia sponsored, sanctioned, and covered up. That are responsible for the first degree murder of targeted victims of the or you think you're not accountable for <clears throat> the gentleman, the target who came forward, who was a former law enforcement officer who had a perpetrator cross state lines and open fire on him on the ninety one freeway in Orange County. He used modified bullets that would explode like shotgun shells when he shot it at the car of that target. So everyone thinks,
3: well, that was
0: that group down in L.A. No, you don't understand. You're a part of the same network that's doing the same and or similar things to another victim in another location. You are accountable for those
2: crimes, period. and I also have murder in the first uh, uh, definition, but let me give you a, a definition of, of criminal mayhem and torture
0: because that's what you've done. You have deprived those people. You have deprived targets of some of the most important biological funct- uh, parts of the body. The brain, without the brain, the body does not function, and
2: they have caused severe damage. I'm surprised I'm still talking. I had a law enforcement officer say, Well, that's if that's they cut off your finger. No, it's a deprivation
0: of someone's body part. And when you cause traumatic brain injury on purpose, you have deprived that person of a fully functioning brain. You better believe motherfuckers at the goddamn local law enforcement who told me about it not being mayhem that you don't know what the fuck you're talking
2: about. I do. So you remember, I'm published. This has been published since
0: 2010, 2011, long before all this shit happened. See, 2013, I was recording sound. 2012, I was recording sound. I've been recording sound for how many years? I just started publishing all of it because I knew that if I published it one day, the truth would come out, and it's been coming out. And now I'm going to make sure that these motherfuckers go to prison. I don't give a shit if they're in the Department of Defense or National Security and they think that what they're doing is for the greater good. You can take your greater good and you can shove it up your ass. You can take your for a noble cause and you can shove that up your ass. You, you think you're doing it because you're trying to advance science and technology and biology and neurology? You can take that, motherfuckers, and shove that up your ass, too. Because the bottom line, I said no from the very beginning. And I stand behind that no. And I don't give a shit what kind of papers you think you coerced out of someone that you put under the influence, under coercion. I will challenge every fucking thing that you think you have in a court of law. And I'm going to find the best organized crime law firm that this country has to come after the United States government for what they allowed to happen
2: on American soil. It's a real simple premise.